Welcome to the Radical Brilliance Podcast with Arjuna Arda and brilliant guests from around the world who are contributing to the evolution of humanity. Today's guest is Sonia Choquette, who's going to talk to us about intuition. So here's your host, Arjuna Arda. Hey, welcome back to the Radical Brilliance Podcast. Today's guest is a really good friend, old friend, Sonia Choquette, who I've known for a long time. You know, when I coach people who want to make a big difference to the world, one of the biggest challenges people have is to know how to make decisions. When am I being influenced just by the fluctuation of thoughts that just batter around in conflict with each other? When am I being influenced by emotions that are um, volatile and untrustworthy? And when am I actually resting in real knowing, inner knowing, when I know what to do and there's no uncertainty? Another big distracting force besides the conflict of different thoughts and beliefs and emotions is other people's opinions. And often when we feel undecided, we ask other people and every opinion seems to be somewhat prejudiced. So how can I access true knowing? How can I drop into a place where there's no indecision left, where things are clear? Sonia is an expert at this. She wrote a book called Trust Your Vibes, which is not just a jingly, jingly phrase. She really knows how to help you tune into the dimension of yourself where all uncertainty is gone. She's an expert. She's been doing this her whole life. It's actually in her blood from her Romanian roots. So please enjoy this conversation with Sonia Chokat. Hey Sonia. Hi Arjuna. I wanted to talk to you um, for this conversation a little bit about intuition. Okay. And people coming to conclusions that they maybe might not have come to through their logical, analytical thinking, or sometimes knowing things that they have no logical reason to know. Yeah, and that's something you do. You do a lot. Give me a little. Give Give me and the people listening a little overview of um, how you approach that in your work. The way I approach it is that I first start by asking people if they've ever had an experience, an intuitive experience. And I I preface it by saying it doesn't matter if you honored your intuitive experience because actually mostly people don't. But have you ever had one? Have you ever had a gut feeling, an aha, thought of someone before, had a bad vibe about, you know, usually that would be first, a bad vibe, you know, because our instincts are initially self-protective, whether you honored it or not. And... And I observe the groups, and I have never observed anybody saying, no, I've never had one. Mm. And I've taught around the entire world. Mm. I've taught corporate people. I've taught healers. I've taught housewives. I've taught just a mixed-up 
population, and I watch. I have never had someone raise their hand and say, no. <laughs> so that kind of helps everybody begin to look around, and I definitely ask, has anybody here come up empty? And, and it's an interesting aha in the group, because people have these experiences, but they don't have the sense that they're natural, mm. or that they are common, mm-hmm. and probably mostly that they are valuable. Now, why do you think that is? What, what? I think it's pretty much culture. Yeah? What does the culture do to us? I think, because I still ask this question to people, I think our culture has basically been over-tilted to the, to the rational mm-hmm. and the empirical, and if it's not rational and physical and imperial and, mm-hmm. and easily validated, it's not legitimate. And also to the disempowerment, right, of the, of the individual, because that's how politics and religion work. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. our intuition... Now, I dis- I distinguish. Mm. It's not everything that fleets through our mind. It's, you right. know, because we have wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. And wishful thinking has a different signature than intuition. Right. We have telepathy, mm-hmm. which is a, an intuitive faculty. It's an exchange of energy or, 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 or emotion or a resonance of emotion, but it's not, it's not informational. Now, you talked about premonition of, of horrible things happening, which is protection. So that would actually be not wishful thinking. That would be like fear. Right. right. We have fear. And, but I also distinguish between fear mm. and what I call and, just a bad vibe. Yeah. You know, right, a negative right, vibe or a right. warning. And there are subtle nuances. Mm-hmm. So I teach people that when you have a genuine intuition, it has a particular signature mm. that's very consistent. Mm. And the first thing is it's it's clear. It's not a lot of words. It's mm-hmm. not a, a convoluted feeling. It's mm-hmm. really quick and succinct. You know it. yeah. It's like, I got, you know, don't go there. Do that. Yeah. This is right. You mm-hmm. know, step in. Call her. Mm-hmm. It's not a long conversation. So that's mm-hmm. one signature. Mm-hmm. The second is it feels in your body like you're putting a key into a lock. Well, how does that feel? It feels like something clicks mm-hmm. and opens. Mm-hmm. You And if it's wishful thinking, emotion, um, fear, you contract. Mm. Your, your energy collapses inward, mm. and intuition always creates a, a sort of an expanded feeling. Yeah. And I've asked for years, mm. how would you describe that? And it's like, well, I feel like I'm opening. Mm. I feel like I'm bigger. Mm. And the languaging is something else that I think keeps us from acknowledging our intuition because yeah. we're not comfortable talking about it. And if you don't name it, you can't claim it. Yeah. So I help people give language their own experience. And there's something really interesting that happens the minute you start discussing it, even in those those fun, those small groups, mm. you're self-validating. You're not just saying this happened, that happened, but you're actually validating something that probably you either ignored, hid, mm. Uh, laughed off is weird. Mm. Um, in some way, you 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 illegitimized it as something. You exaggerated it, or you shrunk it. Or, mm. But it's not that often that people would say, "I got that vibe. That was enough, and I made a decision on that, mm. and it was the right thing to do." Right, right. But I'm not teaching people to get the vibe. Mm. 
we naturally do. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching people to do something different with it. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like we have to start out with that we have a sixth sense, and it is and it kind of an intuitive, heart-centered, body-centered receiving of energy and vibration that bypasses our intellect. But it is an actual informing that's happening physically, even if it is subtle. And once we learn to validate that, pay attention. Mm. In fact, one of the my favorite definitions of intuition is to notice the subtle. Yeah, beautiful. You know, that taps right into this uh, radical brilliance. It, it describes this, this cycle, mm-hmm. uh, which, make, which when these four quadrants of the cycle coexist, that's what we would say is where brilliance has an opportunity to thrive. And one of the quadrants from 12 to 3, it's like a clock, 12 to 3, is about exactly that. It's paying attention to these subtle impulses and allowing them to grow. And we're particularly interested in the pursuit of brilliance, in the subtle impulses that actually, when they're allowed to expand and grow, become part of the evolution of humanity. So a good example would be Albert Einstein lying in the bathtub, relaxing. He he recognized the general theory of relativity. And many people speak like that, about just relaxing and something just drops in drops in yeah and that's so that's a particular I mean it's definitely everything you're talking about it's a particular kind of focus of intuition uh, which is really becoming a conduit or a, a channel for the for upping the game for everybody If you're enjoying this podcast with Arjuna Arda and his radically brilliant guest, you might also enjoy our eight-week online group coaching program. It's an opportunity to go deep and get stable in practices that enhance your own brilliance. We only take 20 participants at a time, so in a small and intimate group, you can go through the whole radical brilliance cycle. You'll have an accountability partner and another brilliant aspirant from somewhere around the world. The eight-week coaching program involves eight one-hour webinars with Arjuna Arda and a group of other Radical Brilliance coaches. You'll also receive one 30-minute coaching session with your own personal coach every week and one 90-minute coaching session with Arjuna himself. It's the ideal opportunity to drop deep into yourself, into the source of your own creativity, and to get support for an entire eight weeks of mining your own radical brilliance and bringing it forth into a project or creation that can truly serve the future of humanity. Find out more at RadicalBrilliance.com and click on the Programs tab. Well, one of the things that I've noticed is that the the attitude toward intuition is changing, and it's less, um, you know, the word occult means hidden, mm-hmm. and so there's this less hidden element to it, mm. um, and people are becoming aware that our world's changing so quickly mm-hmm. that the rational brain can't track fast enough. Mm-hmm. So they're getting a little bit more available to this other kind of knowing. 
and I there's a there's a way to get there mm. without without necessarily getting into that deep relaxed state because let's face it our society's stressful so some of us can train ourselves a lot of people are much too anxious to really even achieve that but what I've discovered and teach is you can get into that same state if you can really get people to play Mm-hmm. Like really get them. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of games and surprises, ahas, and quick changes where there's not a time to sit and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And in that same playful, fun state, things drop in. Well, you know, we do a bit of both actually. Mm-hmm. We uh, with with the with the radical brilliance work. We um, we really encourage people because society is stressful. Mm-hmm. And because people just do seem to have better ideas when they're more relaxed, so you know right, people have good ideas on holiday, on vacation. Uh, so we encourage people to do a bit of both, which is to uh, to take to have a, like a, 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 a practice time in the morning of, of sitting quietly, of moving energy in the body, and then r- right following that, after about an hour of practice, usually done just before the dawn, uh, to then have some time for. Uh, for, for, for paying attention to those little impulses. But the other thing that really resonates with what you're saying is we encourage people to do it in a playful way. So, for example, I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. So when I'm working with words, I'm more serious. Okay? Because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm oh, Mr. Writer. I've written nine books. Mm-hmm. I'm going on 11. You know, you know. But if I start drawing with crayons, I become a baby because I have no professional expertise in that at all, right? right. Or if I have to, if I have to sing it, if I had to sing a little song about a new idea, mm-hmm. that would become that's a medium. lovely. So that that that's a way to bring and, in the, the playful element. It frees you from the habitual mindset, and that's where intuition comes in. It's it's bringing information in out of the the habitual perceptions that your your logic brain yeah it's in so the thing that i i definitely encourage people to be relaxed and to unwind but i also found in my own work that a lot of people who are naturally a bit empathic or intuitive are also hyper anxious mm-hmm. so for them relaxing seems that they have to let their guard down. So I do a lot of physical ways to relax. You mm. know, some, some I call I have a practice I call the breath of life, where I just have them put their hands above their head and they they breathe in, and then ha, and they mm. pull their hands down, and then I have them move their hands and mm. and every and we do it for three minutes, and it's aha aha, and they're dancing to music and moving, right. and I say every time you move. Do a move you've never done before. Nice. And after that three minutes and 40 seconds, they can go into a very deep relaxation right. following because you move that anxiety. Right. And it's really been a wonderful way to, I, I say your mind, your logic brain is like your dog. It's like mm-hmm. your pets. you got to take your pet for a run before it relaxes. Mm-hmm. So this moving and aha, 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 you breathe, you flood your body with oxygen. You, the movement um, starts to synchronize the brain in a different way, especially mm-hmm. I say move in a way you've never moved before, even mm-hmm. if it's one finger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically what that is, is dancing. Yeah. With breath. Dance with breath. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'd love to grab a little video of that three minutes forty seconds. Have, have you got one already? I've got many on my website. Just that three minutes forty seconds. Um, yeah. 
pictures of it, and th- I've done it in big events and little events. So mm. I, I think we could probably come great. up with well, something for it, sure because it's so easy. Well, I've got a yeah. I'd love to video that because that would be a great thing for our global practice community. So it really works. I call it the breath of life. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice. three minutes and forty seconds in the morning that first floods you with breath, and then after you can really get into that deep calm state. Another thing I want to pick up on, you know, is and thanks for that. That's a really, that's a really great one. That's a really wow. That's uh, um, if, if it's okay with you, I'd love to pass it on with, with you, you teaching on the video. Absolutely. So you know, um, I think the last thing I want to talk, talk about today is so we, we we support people with radical brilliance with all our coaches to, to have this time in the morning to be to be to to come into what we call twelve o'clock, which is limitless consciousness. Uh, and then to, as you, as you described, to pay attention to these little impulses, uh, to let them grow in their in their intensity, and to capture them. Sometimes, as, you, as we said, in a medium that you're not familiar with. But it always brings this question for people, because these impulses can maybe turn into a social innovation or an invention or a business idea or something that can really just change the game, like the, the, the what we heard our speaker today at the conference talking about these, these yeah, disruptive ideas. Yeah. So the question that people often are concerned with is, well, how do I know the difference between, you know, an idea in the mind of God that, that was I was lucky to have showered onto me and just some neurotic crazy thought? You know? Well, I think there, again, I'll go back to that signature. Mm-hmm. What I call a true uh, intuition or guidance from your inner teacher, your mm. inner wisdom. Mm. First thing is, you feel it in your body. You feel a certain first surprise. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because where did that come from? Mm-hmm. It didn't come from my logic. So there's a, a kind of an element of, that's why we say, aha. Mm. It's like, aha. And there's, look for that physical opening. And then... The mind is quiet. Mm-hmm. The how do I know doesn't come immediately. Right. What it comes immediately is the drop in, and you just feel this flood of whoa, mm. and it's quiet. Mm. And then your mind comes yeah. trumping along afterwards like a dog wants to chew it up. <laughs> you know, but there is that. So mm-hmm. you have to look for that. Mm. That clarity in that pause in that kind of suspension moment, this suspended moment. But it the thing is, it surprises you. Mm. Whereas if it's just your mishmash brain, it's not that original. Mm. It's something you thought of before. Where if it's a true intuition, it tumbles into place in a way that didn't exist. Mm. Something surprises you you know, you're working on a problem and all of a sudden you just see the solution. Mm-hmm. It's just there. Mm-hmm. You know, and quiet. Mm-hmm. So I again it says paying attention to the subtle, but it's pretty consistent. Yeah. I've been watching for a long time. You have? Yeah. So you, look you've been I, I know I mean you have this in your blood, don't you? I yeah. do. I yeah. grew up in a culture that made that emphasized intuition as our primary and most important sense. Because you come from a, like a long family of psychics. Right? I do. And I also come from a family who was very matriarchal and my mother was deaf. Ah. So Ooh. she said, words are not, don't necessarily reveal truth, but energy does. Wow. So listen to your vibrations. Ah. 
Wow. So I just grew up in a culture that did not take face value as, as mm. truth. Mm-hmm. We, we, we were taught energy mm. in the body. If it's, if it's truthful, mm. if it's intuition and it's truthful, because true intuition is what you never ask. That's a good point, by the way. Don't ask if your intuition is right or wrong. Mm. That's logic, brain, thinking. Ask, does this feel true? Beautiful. Great. Boom. Yeah, boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've been doing this, like you said, a long, like long a long, long time. Your, most of your life has been mm-hmm. your, your professional life. What's, what's next and exciting for you? What's the, what's, the, what's the future of intuition? Well, for my own intuition, you know, mm-hmm. talk about the surprise and the innovation. In, um, in the last years, about six, seven months ago, maybe not even, I had this intuition. Mm-hmm. It's very spontaneous. Aha, with some friends I was hanging out with that I wanted to do a little, like, movie. Mm-hmm. I said, I want to do a little movie that will demonstrate what it, what having guidance looks like. Mm-hmm. So I got this clever little idea that I would just do this little movie, and it would be a little angel following me around for two minutes and helping me with me just being out of control, but the angel kind of tracking me and helping me. So i never done that. I asked two friends who've never done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we threw it together in in two hours. We pulled it off. It was super fun. It was right in my apartment and out the front door. And I put it up on the internet, and it's got 1.5 million ah, hits on it. To see it. I'll it's show you. It's, it's on it's on YouTube. It's on my Facebook page. Nice. On your show, cat at Trust Your Vibes. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Mm. It's so fun, and mm. it just ah. who knew. Hmm. But for me, the fun was the creative. So mm-hmm. now I want to figure out how to do a movie, mm. like a whole silly fun movie. And I know nothing about it, mm. but that's my next uh, intuitive lean. I want to play with that because it was so playful. Beautiful. So we'll see. It's been great chatting with you today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Always with you. Great. Talk to you soon. All right, I hope you loved that as much as I loved sitting with Sonia. So it's great to listen to a podcast and to be receptive and to be inspired. But it's even greater to take that inspiration you've received and to turn it into something practical, to actually create something out of it. So I'm going to ask you to do that today with what you heard from Sonia. So let's start off, and you can do this talking with a friend or writing in a journal. Let's start off by thinking about something that you feel undecided about. Should I do this? Should I do that? I just don't know. What should I do? If you don't have anything like that, you might want to wait until you do. But most people have something that they feel unclear about, undecided about. Start off by noting down all of the different thoughts and beliefs that come up around this decision. And that would really be the the mental realm that is distracting you, the pros and the cons. Then write down all of the different emotions and feelings that arise around your decision. 
And when you've got all that on paper, I'm going to ask you to apply whatever you got most helpful from Sonia's podcast today, whatever stayed most with you as a tool for accessing intuition, work with that today to, to, to come to the inner knowing, to come to the absolute certainty about the decision that you feel you need to make. Thanks so much for being my guest on the Radical Brilliance podcast, and I'll look forward to connecting with you soon on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on the webpage, and I look forward to hearing what how these podcasts have been helpful for you. See you next time.